Turn it on and break the knob off. Hi, welcome to Culture Healing. We interrupt this program to bring you this bulletin. Greetings, welcome to Culture Healing. What's going on? Welcome, this Culture Healing. You are listening to Culture Healing. You are listening to Culture Healing. You are listening to Culture Healing and this is your Hi everyone, welcome back to Cultural Healing. So I'm back again with another Overcoming Sexual Abuse series with my boo, Tony Rio. Hi. <laughs> right, so we are about to cut it up and chop it up and break shit down. Today our topic will be boundaries and why as, um, a sexual abuse person need to get boundaries early in their life so they don't allow certain things to happen to them or don't allow certain things or certain people to do things to them we have never learned that we've always think that whatever it is someone say to us or do to us we deserve it so we allow certain things to happen to us so today we are going to be talking about the boundaries we should have been taught and should be see what happened i keep hitting the mouse Oh, ah. yeah, I'm sitting here writing and then it's saying, well, no. So you got to do it again? Nah, it's okay. I think that one is going to stay in the bag, hopefully. Okay. It should stay in the bag. I hope it does. Oh, right. Shoot. Yeah, so that's fine. We're going to be good. We'll. This will be fine. Right, so honey bunny, do you want to start first? Only thing I can think of, it first off in my head this morning was, you can't heal what you hurt. Mm. And I, I feel like the boundaries from my experience was the most important step of healing. Mm. The boundaries, um, what did I write? Yeah, I said, so pretty much like without the boundaries, I feel like you had nothing but a bunch of triggers. Mm. And I literally created my boundaries based on what my triggers were. Yeah. So if you were triggering me, I would create a boundary. Mm. <laughs> and that's just, to, to me, that is literally what allowed me myself it gave me more time because I didn't have to spend more time going against somebody who like I felt like was out to get me mm. and honestly once I really accepted that my healing process went like that mm. I feel like the things that were making my healing longer and harder was the fact that I was not trying to create boundaries and stay with them like I knew what I needed to do, but I was kind of like, maybe I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Like those those self-limiting beliefs kept popping up. And it's like, maybe it's this. And maybe it's, maybe you tripping. And it's like, no, you're not tripping. <laughs> this happened and this is this and this is that. And this is how you feel. And I think that's the most important thing with boundaries too is like, nobody can really tell you what your boundaries are. Yeah. Because they're yours. They're your boundaries. So they're based on your feelings. Like how do you do and that's I mean that's that's the first thing that popped in my head is just like the stand the standards of what boundaries would even be mm. for a person of you know coming from sexual abuse we definitely get into deeper yeah about it but yeah I feel like you can't hurt at least give yourself that time to get your thoughts and feelings and emotions and things back in order before you try to restore that's mm. what I'm for me, I'm a, I'm a, honestly, that was my biggest mistake. I ain't even gonna hold you. It was the biggest thing. And I didn't just like when I consciously started to heal, I was doing it like this, 
But once I start seeing that pattern is when I started to notice that that's exactly what I was doing when I was younger. Like I was, I was forgiving and trying to force myself to forget and I was restoring like nothing ever happened. Mm. So and, I was hurting. In my dynamic, I had to learn that I had to create boundaries in order for me to not allow things to happen, how to realize that I had to create a boundaries in my mind, in my, in my head for me, because I was more of a, of an abuser to myself. So the fact that I was mostly abusing myself, I allow other people to abuse me because hell, I abusing the shit out of me too. So therefore you could come and join the bandwagon at this point. So I created I had to stop myself from hurting me in order for me to see what it is that I was allowing other people to do and how other people were hurting me. So that's how come I started to create boundaries for myself first, because I am the person who would create, it creates my own downfall in anything. I basically did not have control over myself when it comes to things. And I couldn't tell myself no one mean it and don't do it. I didn't have that. So I had to create that boundary and say, listen to me, this is what we're doing today. And this is what we're not going to allow today. And I am not allowing you to talk to me and self hate on myself like that. I had to stop myself from doing it after a while. And I found where those self negative talks were coming from and who they came from. And why is it I continue to allow those self-negative talks to continue in my head? So I had to create a boundaries for myself first and then heal the other triggers. And as she said, heal those triggers and heal um, and stop other people from doing things in my end of the world. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's deep because I feel that's another thing I, I like about boundaries too. It's, I think it's a post out there that says, like uh, the people who you need boundaries with won't respect them. They don't say that exactly, but it's pretty much like that. Like people like, well, who do I, how, where do I need boundaries? Now for me, I just need boundaries all around me. Mm. That's how, that's how as they broken I was. Like that's mm. how messed up I was. I needed protection all around me completely. Like, but like that post is saying, I started to realize why I needed protection around me so heavily so me personally because the people that I needed to, to, to be protected were were the ones that were violating my boundaries mm -hmm. so it was real weird like you said it was definitely a combination of both because I allowed these things to happen mm -hmm. but then through my healing process when I was no longer in a space and people still couldn't respect my boundaries mm -hmm. that's when I was go no contact me personally because it's like I am healing, I am working on myself, and you're not respecting it. Yeah. So I got to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will not take it back. You know what I mean? Like, the people ask me, like, you really want no contact? Like, what does that mean? And I'm like, for me, I had, I had, I feel like I had no other choice. Mm. Like, I feel so much more happier without having contact. And unfortunately, it's with everybody from my past. There's no mm. one around for my son. So mm. it's like, it, it, it helped me to, because I've been doing this my whole, like, you know, I'm trying to kind of start early. Mm -hmm. So that's something else that I had to keep in mind, like, am I thinking clear about what's best for me because of how early my trauma started? Mm -hmm. 
mm. or am I still trying to, you know, like um, being nice? Mm. Am I being nice or do I really feel okay with this person being around me? And the truth mm. is for me, I didn't at all. I wanted to say, you said something about saying no. Yeah. And I think that's, I think it ties in both ways because it's like, when you think about the sexual abuse in itself, we kind of didn't have a chance to say no. Mm-hmm. And if we said no, it wasn't listen, yeah. So I think that's why it's so hard for us to create boundaries. Yes. You gotta say no. And it's honestly, it's I'm it's very difficult. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult. So to me, I got a new number. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. I got a new number, moved out my state, and kept mm-hmm. fucking pushing mm-hmm. because I, I didn't have the willpower at the time that I needed to do the most. I didn't have the strength. Yes. No, I didn't have and that. So, and that is okay to know. A lot of people don't know that I don't have the strength to deal with it, so they may just leave it there. People don't realize that, so they don't decide to do something about it because they don't know we got. We don't know we got a choice. Yes, because we didn't have no choices. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a chance to say no. And and, and and made a difference. We didn't, fight. What, we didn't have no choice on this life that we got right now. It's yeah. like, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like that. So when you think about being an adult and they don't have it to say no, mm-hmm. they don't have it to create standards. Mm-hmm. Off of what? Off of what? Mm-hmm. Your, your internal? Like, mm-hmm. where, where do our standards come from? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's always of confusion. And then you got to say, on top of that, you got to say, who's the last thing I'm going to say? Mm-hmm. Um, said, saying no, the boundaries. Mm. And the truth is, mm. it's like what what choice? I honestly, I've never had a choice. I think the most choice that I've made was like a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Having the choice of having your child—that's a good choice as well. Like my son and my job. I feel like mm-hmm. even with my job, that was a hard choice. Having my son knowing that his dad wouldn't be around. That was a hard choice. Mm-hmm. So that's when I started realizing, like, I don't like these choices. Mm-hmm. I don't like saying no. Mm-hmm. I don't like breaking up with people. Mm-hmm. So I would stay with people because I didn't like to be the one to say this is not working for me. But it's funny because all of the things that I had trouble with growing up or all the things that I had no choice, choice but to do for me to heal myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to go against what I was resisting because this is exactly what I needed. It's yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> I got you. I wish you because <clears throat> you are correct. When when everything started, you didn't know what to do. And in my case, again, living with my attacker, I didn't have a clue in what to do. I was afraid to say no. I was afraid to do or even be seen, basically. Right? The fact that I wanted to become this small but could not become that small was a challenge in itself right so when creating boundaries for my dad's one of the reasons why creating boundaries for myself was difficult because I couldn't protect me there was no one to protect me right so I felt like what the heck there isn't much for me to do go through the motion get saved one day you know what I mean and then I guess that's when religion become a big part because I figure well God is there and he can possibly do something about it, <laughs> which never happened. <laughs> so at the end of the day, there was all of those different factors that I had a recounting. And through all of that, I realized that not only was 
my freedom not respected and taken seriously. My words wasn't taken seriously and respected. So therefore, mm -hmm. to myself, I didn't respect me. And I didn't want to earn other people's right to respect me because I figure, well, hell, if I don't respect myself, then really hell, I want you respecting me for. So there was no respect in any form or fashion when coming around me. And that's one thing that I realized that during this course, I had to earn that respect back for myself in order for me to freely say, I deserve you to respect my boundaries. I deserve me to be treated this way because I don't treat myself that way. I had to take my mental and physical treatment into consideration for myself because no one else took that. And I didn't even know what that even looked like in the first place. So then having to learn that as a, a person who lives in a community who doesn't even know what that looked like, I don't even see someone who resembles what not wanting to be me looks like. It was pretty difficult coming out from under that rock, right? Mm. And when you sit down and think about it as most, of our black children and black girls or boys we live in an environment that isn't healthy enough to save us or isn't healthy enough for us to say i want to not be a victim anymore we continue to live the victimhood of the hood basically <laughs> you know what i mean right yes. so so creating boundaries while living in a place that doesn't have boundaries and respect at the same time is ridiculous it truly truly is and growing up in my dynamic growing up seeing how my father treated my mom how the neighbor's um husband treated her you know what i mean and i was surrounded by a bunch of weak women who didn't know how to come out and say that you know what I don't like you treating me this way I don't know I don't want to be in this situation the thing that they had to settle for those situations me now I figure I have to settle with this bullshit as well because hell I can't go to the neighbors and say hey this is what's happening to me because guess what I'm gonna tell Sherry this and by four o'clock well not James well James John Patricia and Samantha Gano that's how the hood is Everybody's going to know your story, but not any one of them are going to say, let me help you come out of this situation and let me also help you heal. There is nothing that resembles that. Because they're not. Mm. It's like it's like misery really loves company. And I think that's one of the hardest pills for us to swallow in the Black community. It's like people really do be miserable. Because mm. it was hard for me to swallow. It's a hard pill for me to swallow, honestly. I didn't like, I don't like, I don't ever like looking down on people. Mm. So it was very hard for me to see things for what they were. Mm. Because I felt like I was judging, honestly. Like, I'm like, am I judging? Because mm -hmm. I don't like this and I don't like that and I don't like this. I thought I was judging. And in a moment, literally, I could see it in my head. The moment where I felt like I was judging, I felt right into the same shit. Mm. So that's why I'm like, misery do really love company. company. I want to ask you something. Where do you think? that self-respect gets lost because mm. it's like self-respect is like the respect of self mm -hmm. where do we lose that is this something you think it's something in there where it's like that 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 we feel responsible 
it was never there it was never self-respect especially as a female it's never was there because again we spoke about something earlier when it came i think we should include this in it as well religion right right you weren't taught how to self-respect yourself because guess what the man says this or the man said and that is what goes and you dress a certain way you look a certain way you are then condemned for that right so you don't get to learn what that self-respect for yourself is so we don't really know what self-respect is and then when we do get up we think in self-respect is me looking hot is me you know to having this much people looking at how i look and and uh, wanting my attention and all those different things we think that's what this is having gucci's or whatever and all those dramatic shit we think that's what that self-respect is but that self-respect is self is respect for self is respect to where you are willing to go with your actions and your thoughts how to get self-respect for my thoughts and standards also for my thoughts so i'm like why is that you're trying to tell yourself you look awful or why is it that you think you deserve that what kind of standard are you setting for you when you're telling yourself that you cannot accomplish something what the hell is wrong with you? Why is that you think that you need to continue to hurt yourself? I had to learn how to mm. do that, but it's not in our community. We were never taught that. They're not trying to teach us to children, but I never learned anything. I didn't even know what the hell. So I think I don't ever think I ever heard the word in my community self-respect. So that's why Aretha Frank came out with their song. Boom. It's funny because so it says respect is a feeling of deep. admiration Mm. (laughs) for someone or something um by their ability i'm sorry elicited by their abilities qualities and achievements Mm -hmm. so that do make sense Mm -hmm. they make a lot of sense what about you were you thought or received or have ever seen that (laughs) no not at all there was no delay in that no No. and i think and it's sad because like black women we're so strong Mm. like not the way society paints yes yes like we walk in our power and we do know who we are and we do admire our like that's that's why i'm trying to break the definition because we don't admire ourselves Mm. we admire outside of ourselves which is false idolization as they say which is a sin the video version of us but we do it because that is what we were taught and Mm. it's kind of it's deep when you think about it because religion do keep popping in my head and how we've been programmed boom it's it's, it's, i think that's the scary part about these times we're seeing our programming in like like real time right real time like it's like it's Oh, this is what the program is. <laughs> and then they reinforce that shit with movies and rap videos. And then they re- reinforce it with the Barbie type women who have the blonde hair and bullshit. So people like us who do this and wear our own shit is seen as, I don't even know what the hell is it seen. People, please tell me why we wearing our hair and doing our shit is you see as what because that's us that's our shit you wear your blondes and shit that's your shit we respect that so why is it an issue for us to wear our shit i think it's still honestly and i hate to say it but it's i just feel like i feel like it's an insecurity thing because i've seen i've seen women black women 
say what you just said. Like tear mm. down other women because they wear headscarves, because they wear their natural hair, because they might wear lighter makeup mm. than the whole thing. Like it's it's so many levels and it's always it's always like a fight. Mm. And it's like mm-hmm. we're not being honest about what that really was really going on. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Because I don't get it either, to be honest. I didn't did it all. I didn't have weave. I ain't go with the color and the blonde. Right. I, couldn't, I couldn't go there for. I ain't even gonna hold it. But when I was wearing weave, I know for sure. And people hate when I say this, but it's it's my truth. Mm-hmm. I was only wearing weave. I was only wearing a bunch of makeup every day, all day, because I was insecure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's just what it was. And I and like I said in my other video, I did a long time ago. I was around men who didn't appreciate my naturalness, mm. who didn't appreciate me only wearing mascara and not foundation and contour and da, da, da. all those things. I wasn't around no black men who wanted me as a black woman. Mm-hmm. They wanted a black woman to look like other women. women and that's exactly. what I was saying earlier with me not being honest. Like you got a lot of black men that do secretly insult black women. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and, public platform they then take them same insults and flip them around and make it seem like we the problem yeah that's why i was calling us broken and all of these other things and then you got other black women who then take those internalized feelings and project them onto the next black woman mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and again i feel like a lot of them i'm not saying i'm not trying to be smart for what i'm about to say but i feel like a lot of the same way they say like i seen a post that was like people only mad about makeup because they don't know how to do it Mm. and it might be some some degree you see i know how to do makeup it might not be you know what they talk about like but Mm. i will say this too i feel like a lot of the women who who do pass judgments on women who are more natural is because they feel like they can't be natural Mm -hmm. a lot of women that wear a lot of weaves and shit been there done they don't got no edges Mm. like so they couldn't that's what I'm saying. You couldn't wear no, you couldn't wear your hair low. You couldn't wear your hair natural. You can't rock out with your edges out. Like a lot of girls that go shaking their hair, that's pressed. Mm-hmm. Say, but I got hair, but you don't have no edges. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. You're not trying to be smart. You're really just trying to bring awareness to you, damaging you. Because mm-hmm. it's all keeping us divided. It ain't necessary. Yeah. It's really not necessary. But look at this. I wanted to share something with you. The same well, thing where you say the women wear makeup and it's lighter. Let me share. Oh, gosh darn it. It's not there. Let me share a screen so you can see what I mean. And this is a whole different culture. Oh, my God. This girl is getting married. You can see it. Can you? Yes. I'm on YouTube, right? This girl, she is getting married. And as you can see, she is Indian in a different country, Somalia, I think. Yes. Right? Let me see. And they're getting married to each other. But she is, this is her here. Let me see if I can find her. I don't want you to go through all that extra shit. Where's she at? I think I just saw her too. Yeah. I wanna oh. look at let me see. You said thank God I'm getting married now. Yes, right? Wow. She's they're 18, I think, or not far. Is there nowhere close to 25? 
he's a young footballer. She is still young. They're in love and they're getting married. Mm-hmm. And this is a different country, but look at the wedding dresses. Look at the women there, right? The mannequin god is not even bad. There's no black mannequin there. These people are dark-skinned people. This girl is beautifully melanated, right? Mm. Yeah. See? Beautifully melanated. And let me fast forward to her doing her makeup and how she came out. Yeah, they be light and light and light and light. Thank you. So. And he getting a facial. He, he good. He don't have a makeup. He's beautiful. Look at this child. You see her? Why does she think she needs to look this clear? Yeah. A lot darker. You, you, let me see if you saw her probably because I didn't even pause for you to see her. Let me see. Yeah. Why does she have to do that? This is in Somalia. When people Ain't think that Thank you. Look at that. Right? Yeah. And she's there and her hair is straightened. Right? Mm. So when people think that these issues that is happening in America are partially in the Caribbean, it's not everywhere. It is just here. It is everywhere that women don't have love for them true for their true selves. And with whereas we don't have the self-respect that we should have for ourselves because we want to look like other people. How the mm. hell? Would we have self-respect for ourselves if we were looking like people, other people and other races? The, the, you remember the, the contacts, um, contact yeah. era when all the girls were wearing different... Girl, they still wearing them. Girl. People still wearing contacts. Mm-mm. What the hell is wrong with brown-eyed people? Huh? What's wrong with my brown... I got beautiful ass brown eyes. I want to go into to, to the sun. This shit light up golden. What was you know what I mean? So when when we talking about the self-respect and, and all these and different boundaries for ourselves, we can't have that. And then you as as a person who was abused right. up in that environment, right? Seeing other women not loving themselves, seeing other people not loving you at the same time, how are you going to mentally come out of that hole? You're gonna be broken then that brokenness going into a relationship with a man who is also broken and then you hear oh all black women is bitter what is mm. this child's life story that you would call her bitter do you know anything of her when you met her what was she wearing was she wearing mm. false nails a lot of makeup and the people here what type of female do you think you're getting if she can't even wear her own self she's afraid to come to you in her true form so she comes to you in another form that in itself is bitterness when it is that you want her to continue to look her way. Mm. You know what I'm thinking? Because mm. <laughs> I think I talked about this in the beginning of the series about mm. the first the first person that told me I was beautiful was my was yes. my rapist. Yes. And at that time I didn't have no makeup. I wasn't I was natural. I was a baby. I was a kid. And I'm wondering if it's like that avoidance within itself too. Mm. Because it's like when you take all of that stuff off, you gotta face the truth. Ooh. And then a lot of times when you face the truth, the truth reminds you of your past. It reminds mm. you of your past. It remind like I know for me, like I feel like a little kid. Mm. 
went out here and no like I feel like a little kid all over again. I'm 30. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can literally before I put my face in today, I feel like a little baby. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like a little baby. Who is this little lady over here? Like so it's like I'm wondering if that's like a connection too, Queen. Like with the like when our traumas even occurred and like I'm trying to think, like are we trying to I'm are we trying to attract a man or are we what are we doing? We're trying to live for somebody else. We're not living for ourselves. But, that's, but I'm just like, like, what are we really doing, y'all? <laughs> like, what yes. are we doing? Good question. It's like, what are we doing? For ourselves. Is- Put that there. What are we doing for ourselves? I don't for think it's fair to get and go. Duh. Oh, it's yeah. like we should be able to just get up and go but Ooh. again i think what we just were saying like with, with our own with our own people mm-hmm. who literally judge a woman because she's natural mm-hmm. judge a woman because she ain't packing makeup on everything mm-hmm. i have people that like literally came at me because i like i said i can i can do the makeup thing it ain't that deep however when i was in a relationship with people like with a guy i'm like i ain't about to do that every day like yes. see me for me like mm-hmm. and i remember having a friend or friends that was like you don't fill your makeup in before he come over or you know like, and that like, within the self show them that they don't value you and who you are they see the persona of society but not you of itself that's so that- i couldn't even get you a queen that's how I, it made me more insecure hearing yes. other black women listen I mean it, it made me more insecure hearing other black women tell me I wasn't good enough mm, 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 mm. like well, why you ain't or why you ain't and that's why I said it, it'd be those projections because they're not comfortable with being themselves mm. and I feel like that that's why I feel like honestly go back to what we were talking about in the beginning of this conversation like if we don't start creating boundaries with how we allow and this other people mm-hmm. right like other people and I'm gonna be honest. I want to say black men too. Yeah. Like, like, cause they be, they be, they hear that and they don't hear it. Like, they, yeah. We need to be mindful about the the role we give black men in our life. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't mean it in no in no bad way, but I feel like we put so much energy into, like she just said in the video. Thank God I'm getting married. Right. She we thinks that's so much it for her. It's like the end all be all. And mm-hmm. like you said, it goes back to religion where you got the one the woman take care of the kids. And the, the woman goes towards the man and then the man go to God. Like, mm-hmm. I never liked that myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why I got to go through so many steps to get to God? Uh, yeah, yeah. So you got men, you got women that think like literally like they can't find God until they find the man. Mm-hmm. Because he's supposed like, to be closer to him than we are. But yet we are the person that creates life here. So don't how does that make sense? Because we're spending more too much time and energy into trying to attract the man than we are trying to see if we can find God within ourselves. Because we did. And it's like, God, don't, it ain't man or woman when it comes down to who can connect with God. That's why I don't really particularly like religion. Mm. Because it's like always the he, 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 he. I'm like, all right, now. I get it. Mm. We can speak it, but come on now. Like, mm. you got God, you got goddesses. So how can you just particularly say that God is a man or God is a woman? Yeah. Nature is both male and female, but there is not one 
gender or anything nature balanced itself out so how is right. there just a certain gender playing that role it both come together both bring that balance and that is the balance that we of ourselves weren't taught and this is why we mm. think we had to accept certain treatment as women because guess what you they always say well you're not the only person that was abused or whatever the case is yes that is a good point but why am i not the only one why are there other females out there unprotected but yet the man is supposed to provide and protect but he's not protecting the females mm-hmm. that he's so put here to provide and protect for it's in and your body thank you very much that's what i'm saying that's what i said honestly queen i feel like it's just the time to call it out for what it is like we were seeing it earlier in the conversation because it's like what are you actually providing we know you're not do we know that you're you're a part of the issue that we have she and i were both molested by black men come on more than one time you want to know one time okay more than one time so that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, we are out here talking about the man is supposed to, but the man has not been taking his role as seriously as he's supposed to because he of himself don't even know himself. You, you think a self-respecting, loving man would see a child and be attracted mm. to her or him? Mm. Come on now. They will try to protect that child and rear that child differently. But that's, mm. that's not what people are focusing on. They're focusing, oh, you put yourself in that position. You shouldn't do this. You should How is a child supposed to know that they're supposed to look a certain way not to give bad eye for a grown-ass adult who's supposed to protect them? Do you think that's like the narcissist? I, I, I hate Girl, that. yes, it is. Is that narcissistic? Like, to me, a man that would say that to a woman, I feel like either did it to another woman or it happened to him no 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 that is the females that are saying that the fe- well i've seen the men do it too so let's say that let's say let's say let's add both of what we just said together then. Mm-hmm. any person that would say that to somebody whether that be male or female mm-hmm. had to have it done to them and i feel like they just repeat mm-hmm. yes yes so they a lot of people that we be talking to a lot of these men and women that's on these platforms and that's still in the shine and all of that mm-hmm. stuff right they the ones that's out here they they, they don't i'm not saying they all are yes, but yes. some of them are the rapists the, the pedophiles mm-hmm. they're no calling them out on they shit mm-hmm. a lot of these people you could tell by the way that they talk the way that they talk you mm-hmm. can tell that some men right yeah like they they, they trying to keep they self like under this certain like blanket almost. yeah and, and try to put a persona of i am likable and i am this in order to hide who they truly like are. your person yeah because that's exactly what i grew up with when i grew up with my father he had the persona we i said that in the in yeah. the um the nurture is the bad guy he was in the community everyone loved him like if he runs mm. for mayor gaudy people will vote for him type of thing and then people were scared of him so he built that persona but behind closed doors he was doing things that those people would not would not give okay to mm. so most of, mm-hmm, most of it is is usually like that and there aren't a lot of people who are brave enough to talk about because society shut down conversations like this for the love of god my other videos have more views 
than this mm. series because of how deep this series is. That's what I'm saying. People don't want to face this reality because there are a lot, there are children right now, I'm very sure of it, that are being child trafficked somewhere. Some child is being molested somewhere. But if we were brought up the right way and to show that a self-respecting person, self-loving person would not go to the length of living their full perversion, right and actually way back where this perversion come from a lot of us don't want to admit that the perversion that we know are what trickled down from slavery it may have happened before that but we are here in recent time mm -hmm. in recent time how you think all these people got um, a bunch of children and got interracial children from rape no consenting slave was going to go and sleep with Massa. Massa Gaudi would rape that person and rape became a normal thing. So now society thinks that is normal. So they allow that shit to happen. Then Massa goes sleep with his, his daughter or whatever. Pedophilia became normal because of that sense. So no one sit down and say, this is not a normal occurrence and we should nip it in the bud. Not only that, the person who decides to do this, we have to e evaluate this person and figure out what they're thinking, why they would think that this is something normal to do. Because it happens to them. Right. And why is they think that they can only gain control, because most of this is about control, from oh, abusing a child. Mm. That's exactly what it is. Because a, a lot of people, they prey on us they only do it when we're weak. Mm. Like even when I was in a domestic violence situation with my child's father, he only did it when I got sick. When I got physically ill and I could no longer really defend myself, it was all, it was a rape. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a rape. Like, mm -hmm. so it, it, it's very interesting when you do see why people pray, like they do pray on weaker people. Whether you weak in the moment or whether you know what I mean, it don't even matter. But if something about you that they feel like they can take advantage of, they want to take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. And, and you, 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 you're a thousand percent right about this. And mm -hmm. I feel like people, they, they go, it goes right back into the boundaries and, mm -hmm. and, and, and the standards that we have. Like the fact that we, in order for this to stop, we would have to speak up about it. Yes. That's why we don't, that's why we're doing this now. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, if, if it's not us, then who? Yeah. Yeah, we and not, and okay then, and not just now. And she and I always we've been saying this in each video. We are not just speaking up about it because we want to hear. We're speaking up about it, letting you know how it affects us. That's why we have different topics each series. So we are speaking about the the different things that go through our mind differently.